Okay, hi again, Attorney Steve Vondren here. We are bringing you a live 4th of July podcast here on the Vondren Legal Hour. And we have a special guest with us here today. Frontline Lisi has graced the stage. Hello, remember her? Remember her? Super famous 4th of July. Yay. 4th of July party. Okay, so we are talking in this podcast, and it's also going to go to my YouTube channel here. We are talking, I have in my hands... Fresh law, nothing, that's not law, it's fresh policy, it's policy off a website of the SIIA. Okay, so we do a lot of software audits at our company, and one of the things that we deal with is the SIIA, Software and Information Industry Association. If you can say that four times fast, um, we will send them a brownie or something, I don't know. <laughs> I'm joking. So, um, but no, this is the SIIA, it's a software trade group. One of the big one of the big members that they have is Adobe, and they will basically monitor and look for infringements of the Adobe software. And one of the things we've talked about on a lot of our podcasts is the informant, what I refer to as the secret informant. Why? Because they normally don't want to tell you who it is, who snitched on your company, who ratted in the boss, as they say, those kinds of things. So, But this is going to go over the corporate policy that they have. This is fresh off their website. This is general legal information only, not a substitute for legal advice. But I want to go over it with you so you understand, okay? So some of the things they talk about, and I'm just going to gloss over this, is this corporate end-user piracy program, okay? So this is if you're working at their office and you see your boss like installing or using software without paying for it. You know, you may just be sitting there going, cha-ching, I'm going to make some money here. But, you know, what they have is a program where you can report software piracy. Maybe you say, I don't want to be involved in this. This is like, I don't want to work for a company like this that's stealing and pirating software. So they have a reward program out there. But let's go over some of the terms, okay? Now, it talks about to be eligible for award, you must report and you must submit a report. Um, you are the source. So if a report is submitted over the internet, you, the source, must completely and accurately fill out the entire corporate end-user piracy report, including a valid email address. So you either call or you write in your report, they take your report, and then from there the report gets examined for credibility, and then they're going to decide if they're going to go after the company or if they're not. Okay, so it's basic. Um, it talks about um, if a sor- if the source is an employee of the company being reported, the target company, the source must have been employed by the company for at least three years. So you can't be like a Johnny fly-by-night, run in, you're there for two days and you're gone. You must have worked there for at least three days. So this is something that we look at. Yes, we have a question. Three years. What's that? Three years. No, that's oh, not. Three days? It, you must have worked there at least three months. Oh, Okay, I thought you said years and then I, okay, sorry. Three months, three months. Frontline Lisa Lisa is on fire with her questions. Okay, so what else do we have? Um, So that's one of the requirements. Um, If the source is a former employee of the target company, the source must report the piracy to the SIIA no more than six months after ties have been severed. No more than six months. So if you're working there, if you've been working there at least three months, you see the infringement, you have this certain time frame, you know, to report it. Okay. So that's about how that works. Um, 
What else? The source. This is important. The source must be willing to provide a written statement that the information furnished to the SIIA is true based on his or her personal knowledge. This is very important because, you know, they're going to be putting the companies under the gun, so they have to be willing to basically certify that what they're saying is true. Now, the reason I bring that up is because, as we'll talk about in Page two here is there are rewards. The rewards can range from $500, 500 big ones, to up to frontline. Can you guess? A thousand. She said a thousand. The correct answer is add two more zeros. Is a thousand? What's two more zeros? A thousand. Oh. Three. Add two more zeros. That's five zeros. Actually, I should have said add three zeros. A million dollars, up to a million dollars. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so I thought you should know that. Tip of the day, who knows that, right? So sharing the good news with you. All right, so that's basically how it works, and they'll review it. They'll decide if it's credible. How they do that, I have no idea. Um, I guess they, <laughs> don't ask me what they do. We should have a guest on the show, and they can tell us what they do. Um, and also another important thing is the report should not be provided to any other piracy company. In other words, the big one is, drum roll, Microsoft. the BSA. She's so close. You are so close today, but I love the red, white, and blue. <laughs> that's going to that's gonna get you points right there. So you're okay. Just hang in there. We're doing well. Okay, so the BSA, like you wouldn't want to give it to the BSA. And I guess if we look at that... Um, the report must not be provided to any other anti-piracy organization. That might include, I don't know, that might include Microsoft. Right. That might include, include a, a, a Autodesk, you know, both of them being members of the BSA. So you actually might have made a, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to erase that and give you a one for, one, for, one for two. High five. All right, she's on fire. Frontline, ladies and gentlemen. Unbelievable. Okay, so let's go back here. So the target company must be a for-profit. Now, that's interesting. It must be a for-profit company, meaning if it's a non-profit, um, I guess it's okay. I, I, it's, I don't know. It's in the rules here. So I find that to be interesting. The target company must have at least one location in the United States. So it cannot be a totally um, a company outside the United States. And the source of the information must be eligible to work and receive wages in the United States. Okay. Um, in, a so in the case of a software piracy, source cannot be the employee who installed or loaded the pirated. And we have had that. What's that? Yeah. And so time, from time to time, this will pop up where the person that reported realizing that there is a reward, right? Sometimes we've seen these even on Facebook. Haven't you seen these on... Um, I saw that on Facebook saying, if you know your employer has, has software they haven't paid for, please contact us. How about that? So you may have an employee that's sitting around reading this and going, hey, there's a reward. Um, yeah, I think there might be some copies in the hallway being used by the other department over there. Or they may go install them and say, hey, nobody's around, I'm going to install and just let them know that there is some, there's an Adobe Photoshop being used, something like that, you know? So um, these things do happen. Yes, this is real life. <laughs> Truth is stranger than fiction, right? So, um, but it, the person who was the source cannot be the employee who loaded the pirated software onto the target company's computers, okay? Or had somebody else load it on. So that's important to know. Um, what else do we have here? Let's just scroll it on down here. Um, 
Once you disclose, the SIIA will not keep you in the loop on the negotiations. So you may be going, how's it going? How's it going? You know, am I going to get 1000 2000 5000 You know, I want to make some money. This is, they will not go over the negotiations with you according to this, okay? Um, it is discretionary. The SIIA makes the decision as to what the reward is. This is very something I found very interesting, however, is if a copyright lawsuit is initiated, if they say, well, we can't settle, we end up going to a copyright lawsuit, then no reward. Interesting. No reward. So, wow. And in order to get your reward, this is also important, um, it says here, number eight, no reward is payable unless SIIA, blah, 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 gets at least $10,000 from the target company as a result of the settlement. So that would sort to suggest that maybe 10000 is sort of maybe where a sweet spot in settlement is. It really depends on your case. It runs the gamut. But it's built into the policy, and you know probably they want to reward the informant if it's legitimate and but anyway they hold the discretion if they get more than 10,000 you get a piece of that up to a million dollars so say they bring in 10 million dollar uh, infringement from somebody's writing a check and not going to court mm-hmm. then you may get paid okay so this is apparently how it works okay um, and that's really, you know, the the main things I wanted to tell you uh, again they say that they will they will um, not disclose your identity unless it becomes required. So you have anonymity, but you have to take that with a with a uh, what do they say? Take that with a, a with a grain of salt. Well, she is good. She is good. Um, and if you have a dispute with the SII over the payment, there's non-appealable arbitration. So it goes to an arbitrator. Interesting, interesting things. And the last section talks about tax. So maybe you get a five hundred dollar reward. You get taxed and. So I don't know. Anyway, so that's a basic overview of their policy as we see it. This is as of 6-3-16. Um, some general information. Thought you should know. Maybe it plays into your settlement negotiations. Some things that you should be aware of. If you need help with a software audit, copyright infringement case, BitDorrent defense, call us. We're the copyright firm. We can help you resolve your problems. We do it for a fat, flat, flat. Fill me in. Fill me in here. Finish it off. We do it for a flat rate fee. Flat rate fees, ladies and gentlemen. That means they're predictable. You know what you're going to pay. You're not going to get some shocking legal bill when three attorneys try to work on your file. Okay? So this is it. Attorney Steve Vonder and hope this has been helpful. Frontline Lisi, thank you for joining us. Happy 4th of July. And happy 4th of July to everybody. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again. Thanks.